Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello writers, I'm Josiane Fortin and today I'm really happy to be talking to Adriana Monique Alvarez. So Adriana is the self-published author of 15 books and she just told me she wrote two books this year so I can't wait to hear about them and please start off by telling us a little bit about you. Mm. Well, first and foremost, I'm a mama and a wife and I have this incredible family and my husband and I have worked together every day for the last 12 years and it has just been an incredible adventure, always looking not only to expand our business and find what that next leading edge looks like, but also remembering why we started our business and that's to have a good life. And you have the good life? Do you have it? Have, Did have you reach the good it? Life. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, that's such a good question. I actually realize now that you don't, you don't ever, you, um, it's not something that you reach for. It's actually a decision you make every single day. So, because otherwise it's that carrot that's always just moving further and further out. Right. So yeah, that's the good news. That's good. We already have like our takeaway for the interview. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> and why did you decide to write your first book? How long ago was that? Mm, my first book that I wrote, that was uh, about 11 years ago. We had just started our business and we were living in San Diego and everything on the outside looked really good. And I networked every Tuesday with, you know, everybody in their navy blue pantsuits and everybody was happy and successful. And I realized nobody was really enjoying their life. They worked nonstop, the typical like American way. And so I wrote this simple little book, 365 Ways to Celebrate Life. And it was really my desire to go back to what I loved most. I spent all of my 20s traveling overseas. And so when I came back to the US, I told myself like I was going to hang on to what really matters and a more slow and meaningful life. And so I wrote that book as a reminder to myself. And then, um, yeah, it actually led to my husband and I leaving the U.S. and traveling and, and getting out of that sort of um, lifestyle that can suck you in very easily. Good. So how long did it take you to write that book? Mm, I would say it took me probably a couple months and then I later did illustrations for all of the celebrations and so um, I dedicated a year to, to drawing every single one so I came out with 365 drawings as well and my husband helped me turn it into art so it was a fun project. Awesome and then like once you had this book published like why did you keep writing? Mm, what I found is writing was it was my medicine it was the way that I process life, um, it was the way I learned the most about myself. And in my expression, it helped me stay true to myself. And so what I found, what I, and there really should be a warning on writing. Once you start, mm, right? <laughs> it's like you um, access more of yourself and more of yourself and it never ends. So what are the topics that you usually cover? Do you still do like a um, like how to bring more fun to your life or have you uh, mm. moved from different themes? What is it? 
Good question. So that is an ongoing theme. Actually, this year I created an Oracle card deck and the whole theme of it is how to have your best day ever. And it all, it feels like this is a thread throughout my life is just the simple things. We always think it's the big things. It's the big accomplishments. It never is. It's those little things that we can include every single day. Um, I also write plenty of things about business, but I try to always come back to actually what's in my heart because when I speak nonstop about what's in my head and what I've learned and what I know, um, it's just not as fulfilling. That's, that's the truth. So I really try to come bring it back to the heart. Okay. That makes sense. And, uh, you said you wanted to talk about how an author can create sustainable revenue streams. So I'm really excited to talk about that. Mm, yeah. So, you know, what I've learned is that, um, this idea or this concept of, of being an author, um, it's a great thing to pair with entrepreneurship because it does allow for that expression. Most entrepreneurs, they're always learning, they're always growing, they always have something new that they're discovering and to share. And so when an, when an entrepreneur decides to write a book, there's so many ways that they can utilize this. So the key is, is making sure that it's not just about the book though, right? Okay. I, I think for most people, it's gonna be difficult to make a sustainable ongoing income from just a book. Um, you know, profit margins are very low with books. So numbers alone are just not working for us. So what I like to say is use the book and your most powerful messages to, to gather your audience. So this also goes back to what I said. I find that the entrepreneurs that do this well are the ones who don't just write head knowledge, but also bring in who they are, what their background is, what their journeys look like, because this actually allows people to recognize, oh, I have something in common with them. It's it's a simple concept, but when I, I was offline for many years, the first seven years of our business, and when I came online, what I realized is the lives or the posts that got me the most clients weren't the ones where I was talking about what I knew. They were the ones that I was sharing how I have two boys that are one year apart and how we were traveling the world or what adventure we were on. And then people who had a similar situation in life would reach out and then there was instant trust. And so I would say, make sure that you include many aspects of yourself. It is so easy to hide behind our business, but our business is not all of who we are. So you would advise that the book is more like a visit card or... Like something like that where people get to bond with you and then you have like to have some other things that you could sell them. Definitely, definitely. Use your own stories, uh, personal stories to create that bonding. And then here's the beauty of it is when there's that relationship and people feel like they know who you are and they like who you are, it doesn't matter what you come out with. They'll be excited about it because they're connected to you. So as an example, you know, courses are a great thing to come out with any sort of programs you can have a whole spectrum whether it's you know an easy low entry all the way to to high-end offers um also i love and this is something i'm playing with more physical products in addition to the book so is there a workbook is there a journal um are there other things that you could bring in some people are also really diving back into in-person experiences is there a retreat a conference something that you can bring in where you actually get to meet your audience and also have that as an upsell from your book. That makes sense. 
And then you had another topic, which, which was, uh, what are the do's and don'ts, don'ts of becoming a best-selling author? Like, I've never reached that status. So I'd like to know what, what are the steps? What is the magic, the magic <laughs> that we can do to get there? Well, here, here's what I'll say. I, I don't give away all, all the magic, right? All the secret sauce. Um, but what I will say is this, is the real big key in this is that most people throw all of their time and attention to writing the book. And it does take tremendous discipline and focus to write a book and to finish it. However, when the writing is done, the marketing has barely started. And so most people, they don't really have a plan for their book. They're just like, oh, thank God I did it, right? And so what I would say, one of the big things I encourage people to do is don't think the book is the whole thing. Expand out and think about what's your big vision? Why did you want to write this book? What were you hoping would happen as a result of it? And so when you can begin to think about what those aspects, then it can help you put together a marketing plan that starts on launch day and honestly, could go six, 12 months into the future. So don't get too short-sighted and just, you know, release it and let that be it because most likely the book will not accomplish what you really wanted it to. Right. And what do you think is the future of women in the publishing industry? Mm, thankfully, more women are getting into publishing. And, um, you know, the beauty of it, the best part is that the publishing industry, as it used to be, is all but dead. And this is good for women for a lot of reasons. Um, number one, women were, it was illegal for women to even own a publishing house back in the day. And even to this day, they have most of the lower positions. And so when, when we release the traditional way of publishing and self-publishing is expanding and is no longer this very like, oh, second class taboo thing, then it allows women to take the ownership position of these types of publishing houses. Even um, publishing houses that are a little bit of a mix and lets them step into leadership. And also it allows for more women to get published because for traditional publishing, women are eight times more likely to get rejected. And so this allows women who have something to say to get published right away and not go through three years of rejection and then three years of getting their work, you know, revised and edited and all of their voice taken out they just get to take their work straight to the world and that's what makes all the difference that's exciting i want to have like every voice heard not just women's voice but everyone like anyone that's different like in traditional publishing if you're different you're just discarded right away because they want the mainstream and that makes sense that's what their business model is but now it's open to everyone everyone can that's have right. their voice heard which is really good And what do you think it takes to stand out online as an author? Because it's really hard to sell books. Like you said, like, how can we mark, market ourselves? Like, should we market ourselves as an author? Should we market the book specifically? Do you have any tips to share about this? Mm, I think this really requires us to think bigger because if there isn't a larger vision, If there isn't a bigger purpose, if, if people can't really get behind the movement that you want to lead, a book in and of itself might not be enough. And so this is what we have to do as the creator of the book. We have to ask ourselves, what is the biggest dream I have for this? What is the broadest vision that I'm willing to carry and bring others on the journey with me? So 
just as an example, you know, we often get crunched down to the business aspect of it, especially as entrepreneurs, you know, I want to use this book to grow my business. However, there, there can be such a bigger vision. Why do you want to grow the business? Why does that matter? What is the business? What's the real purpose of the business? The way to sell a ton of books is to get people behind you, to gather people, to believe in people, and to get them to believe in something bigger than what their day-to-day and what you know society, all the checklist society gives them. So if you're willing to think bigger and you can um, help others dream bigger, then selling books, growing a business, that will never be a problem. Do you think this applies to people who write novels too because I feel like it's like it would make sense for nonfiction but then I'm thinking would that make sense for fiction too Mm. you know I I would say this is probably evolving I don't work with a lot of fiction but I think that this is also changing because I think most of the time fiction went through traditional and so it was like oh they're going to handle everything I need whereas I think now Many more people are taking responsibility for growing their audience and for marketing it. And while that scares some people, it's the best position to be in. Don't leave that in anyone else's hands. No one can market you like you can market you. No one can gather an audience like you can. And so while it seems like a luxury to have somebody else handling all of that, it's actually the the best part of the entire process. And what advice would you give to someone who's dreaming of writing a book? Do you have any, like tips for, for that person? Mm. You know, what I always ask people is how long have you been dreaming about this book? And, okay. and honestly, it's typically in the years, five, over five years. So why and do you ask this question? Because I want to bring home this point is if you've been dreaming about this for five years, you'll probably be dreaming about it for the next five years right? So if I have something that's in my heart that I want to do, and I've allowed it to stay a dream for five years, something's got to shift. Someone like me has to go light a match under their butt and say, what are you going to do about your dream? Because holding it and doing nothing about it is never, ever going to bring it to the world, is never going to have the impact that it could. So what is one thing that you could start doing that you haven't done for the last five years most of the time this is the the dirty word that most people don't want to talk about and that's the discipline to get up and write every single day right this is how i know when an entrepreneur is actually ready to write a book is i ask them do you create content every single day if they they do you you say you're ready you're ready to write you're ready to write a book if somebody says, oh, no, I, I don't create content, I, I don't do videos, I don't write, I don't send emails, I don't podcast, I don't do anything, well, that's where you need to start. Because if you can't go on social media and write a post every day on on that platform, you're, you're not going to sit down and write one to 3,000 words every day. So it's about taking baby steps, right? I wouldn't try to jump up right now and go run a marathon because I don't run every day. So find a way to create on a daily basis where creating and expressing is part of who you are. The reason most people can't make that leap into writing a book is because it's not who they are. They don't have any practice at it. But if we can make it who we are in these tiny bits, then the natural next step is that we will we will present the book, right? And I also think really anchoring into that big vision is so key because um, writing a book in terms of it being something on a bucket list 
it's not enough to bring us to those dis, dis, to the discomfort and to the growth that we have to do when we write a book. But when we can see the bigger picture, then we're willing to step into that. Okay. And so I like how you mentioned like get creative, start creating content, and you might be able to reuse some of the content that you created. And I always feel when I'm writing, it makes things clearer, more organized in my mind. So I might like write on Facebook for a year and then like you would see like some threads coming coming out and of this and I really I really like how you you put that and how do you promote your books personally what do you do mm. I love to get my favorite people involved first so for example I wrote a book earlier this year how to start a six-figure publishing company and so I went to my clients and to people who are on my list the people who are the closest to me who are my biggest fans and I said would you help me share this book Would you share it with your list? Would you put it on your social media? You know, would you write a review? All of the things I could think of. And so I typically get 50 to 100 people who are willing to do all those things. They are super excited. They're as excited as if it was their own book. Oftentimes I'll ask them, will you do a side-by-side -side interview with me on social media? I make a list of all the things we could do together. And then I have my list of 30 to 50 people. And we go do it in a very short time frame right? We create this excitement and this buzz. And then I always look at, okay, how am I going to expand this out? So once the, that initial phase is over, okay, then I'm going to have a, a schedule in terms of posting reviews. And then do we have an ad campaign? What, what is the long-term steps? But I would say in the beginning, allow yourself to be excited about it and get others on board who are also willing to be excited with you. And that can create a lot of momentum. And why did you decide to start a publishing company? Uh, the only reason I started a publishing company is because my, par uh, my parents, my, my clients asked for it. I, I would talk to my clients. I'd worked with so many clients for years and everyone talked about the dream, right? Of writing the book and no one ever did. And so I just couldn't look away. So I started asking them, why, why didn't you write the book? Why didn't you publish the book? Oh, you know, it's so difficult. There's a lot of moving parts. It's complex. I have to learn a whole new industry, you know, the da, 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 right? And most of my clients, they're mothers and they're businesswomen. And so it was just one more thing on the to-do list and it just kept dropping to the bottom. And so the very first thing I did is I created this program where I taught women who wanted to be featured in publications, how to write for publications. And then I taught them how to write an ebook. And then I threw out a collaboration book and then solo books. And I just kept breaking it down into easy steps and seeing who would say yes. And when 125 women said yes in the first nine months, I knew that I was onto something. And so I decided to expand out and go for it. So how does that work? People send you manuscript and then you decide on like, What's your line of publishing? How does that work? Mm. You know, I actually refer most authors to my clients and I focus on training women to have their own publishing company. But okay. when people approach me and they want me to help them with their book or we do a collaboration book, um, I don't I don't uh, decide what they write. You know, if they if they want to write their book and they want to do it with me, we do it. I don't have a accept and reject line. Okay. And what writing project are you currently working on? Oh my goodness. 
Well, I have a, a few fun projects. So we are putting together contributors in a book called The Younger Self Letters. This is a book we produce once a year. It will be a USA bestselling, um, USA Today bestselling book. So I gather very high caliber entrepreneurs who have a huge heart, who want to share a little bit more of the personal side of their journey. I'm personally um, writing a book about um, my daughter's life and, and the, the nine months that she was in my womb. So I had a full-term stillbirth. And so I talk about Nina and the experience and how she continues to guide me. And I actually just last night just said yes to um, writing my own one woman show about my life as um, a traveler, a mother, a businesswoman, as a visionary. And so I'm super excited. I, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I have a great person guiding me. So I can't wait to see how it comes out. That's exciting. And if people want to know more about you, about your projects, where can they connect with you? They can go to amaspeaks.com. That's amaspeaks.com. And they can find all, all, the, all the things. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you are ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing, 